Hello, is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. Welcome to Protein Bites Podcast. It's your host, Adriano Rizzo. I'm here today. It's Tuesday. I'm feeling like I lost a few brain cells from the long weekend, but we're here. We're ready to go, ready to entertain, ready to educate, ready to have a fiddle, ready to have a bit of a play. You're you're joining me here in the office space that is Rich Fitness HQ in the lovely Bay Road, Tarrant Point, New South Wales, 2229. Okay. And we're here to talk about all things habits today uh, and a few other things, but habits have been a big one. Something that I've learned from people that have have started my 28-day challenges and done really well is that they've come out with amazing results in that 28-day period. Like phenomenal, better than I probably even expected. A lot of them would, not because of based on who they are as a peep, as a person, um, but just by the numbers, how their bodies have reacted to the training, the dieting, uh, how simply simple it is for people to adopt calorie counting when it's uh, instructed and educated correctly, and they're held accountable to those things, those measures as well, is really important. But what I notice is that people really lack the long-term adherence to those things. A lot of people finish the 28 days and they go, yeah, time to loosen the belt. When in actual fact, it's like, okay, well, what are the things that we need to, what are the things that worked? What are the things that didn't work? Calorie counting obviously worked. Exercise obviously worked. So let's not throw those two things out because they are working and they will help us achieve our goals. So what can we do? Uh, a lot of people find that they don't have the time to calorie count, which is complete and utter bullshit. They'll blame their children. They'll blame their husbands. They'll blame everybody else but themselves. And unless you are Barack Obama, ex-president of America, Donald Trump, or the current PM of Australia, Mr. Mr. Lebanese, <laughs> I didn't get that right on purpose. Unless you're the lovely Anthony Albanese, um, I think you probably should have time to fucking track calories and be accountable for your food. Because if you don't, well, then you're fucked. Okay? If you're not accountable for your food, what's the options? You keep going exactly where you're going before, which is getting fatter, unhealthier. So is that an option for you? Well, no, I don't want to get fatter and healthier. Well, then, ding dong. Fucking ring a ding ding, bitch. Uh, as the <laughs> boom, boom. as the notification bell just informed you, it's time to pull yourself up by bootstraps, stop being a lazy prick, and actually work for five to ten minutes a day on your goals and your life and your well-being. A lot of people, and it's quite sad, aren't willing to do that. Like, that's concerning. Like, if you're not willing to, 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 to dedicate five to ten minutes to your well-being, you're being fucking stupid. Like, that's just stupid. In, in my humble opinion, that is just a fucking ridiculous thing. Like, it's so fucking dumb. Let's just abandon. <laughs> Let's just work on abandoning myself for a meaningful amount of time. Hey, eh? Fucking sounds good to me. Um, 
so yeah, that's just look. That's just some of the stuff I see. And um, and am I perfect? No, but I'm not the person that uh, I'm not the person that needs all the self improvement. I have my coach that I'm accountable to, etc. And I've been doing my progressions in my work and following my diets and doing all the things I need to do to get to where I need to go to. So um, this is purely to educate people that aren't doing the things that they need to do. Right? If you are doing those, pat on the back, keep going. Maybe learn from other people's pitfalls. But yeah, so let's dive into habits and that sort of stuff and what that looks like. So give you an example. You've got Mary one, Mary and Jane, two different people. But let's say they're both sisters, twins. Okay, I said two different people. They are in that one's Mary, one's Jane, but that's it. They're both twins. Mary wakes up and her habit is eggs on toast. Jane wakes up and her habit is fucking cereal. Jane has it in the same bowl, more or less, but free pours the cereal. Man, this doesn't really care. Free pours the milk. Mary has two eggs on toast every day. Whose habit is going to yield better results? Give you a thought. Bing, 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 bing. For anybody listening that might be under the age of 20, this is the trying to imitate uh, a game show where you'd like it counts down. So let me carry on with you bing 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 anyhow fucking correct mother bitch mary is kicking ass already because mary has two portion controlled eggs two eggs they're not going to be like you can't over pour an egg and two pieces of toast which are pretty fucking portion controlled so she's already got, what, 150 for the two calories for the eggs, 150 calories for the two eggs, and 200 calories. So she's got a nice 350-calorie breakfast there. Whereas fucking Jane, Jane has a high sugar, probably low fiber, sugar bomb, cereal bomb. It's going to rip right through her, and in an hour or two, she's going to be hungry at her office. She's probably going to get a coffee. That'll keep her cranking for another hour. That's another fucking 250 calories. So she's probably already had 400, 500, probably 500 calories for breakfast without knowing. 750 for the coffee. And old Mary, who's sitting on two eggs and toast, feeling pretty fucking red hot. Slow digesting, fat source in the egg yolks, nice vitamins, minerals, this, that. Protein in the eggs, a bit of carbs from the toast. The fat from the eggs slows down the digestion of the carbs. Beautiful. What a time to be alive. So who do you think is off to a better start? Damn right. Mary is. Now, that is a small example of a good habit that will keep your weight in check. Doing dumb shit gets you dumb, unpredictable results. Okay? Yes, you have to be meticulous about these things. Yes, you have to set things in habit. If you want things that most people don't have, you have to do things that most people don't do. And being mindful and taking two fucking seconds out of your day to be aware of portion control, measuring stuff up, all that sort of jazz is going to be pay dividends. Now, if Jane switched her cereal to, she pours it out into a cup measure, cracker, and then she pours 
her milk out into a cup measure. So one cup of cereal, one cup of fucking milk. Perfect. That's a great way of portion controlling your breakfast. Probably mean that that 500 calorie bomb would probably turn to about 300 cal. So she's off to a decent start, even though quality, sure, whatever. But let's say she repeats that cereal habit five days a week. And she's and there's an extra 200 calories, maybe even 250 over five days. That is anywhere from between an extra 1,000 calories a week to 1,250 calories a week. That's equivalent to a whole day's worth of eating for some people if they're in a dieting phase. So me personally, I'd rather dedicate that 1,000 to 1,250 calories to something more important, something that's going to keep me fuller for longer, something maybe more enjoyable than fucking cereal in the morning um, to get the job done. So that's how good habits can really guide you in the right direction unconsciously uh, in the modern day and age. Okay. Now, what are some other good habits that we can, you know, uh, encourage or, or discuss? Now, I would say Jane's habit of the pouring, free pouring cereal, milk, blah, 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 is a bad habit. I'd say Mary's or Mary's of the two eggs, two toasts is great. Or Jane's pouring everything into a cup measure, milk, da, done. Great great habit until you turn a shitty habit into a good one okay portion controlling measuring not hard to do um so what we can what can we do that's an exercise habit that's going to make us feel better that we could say walking to the car i mean walking to the train station to work train station works instead of driving but let's say you know for some reason you're running really late and you're like ah, i might as well drive and then you get used to driving you're really used to driving and you never walk again <laughs> until you've got to lose 10 kilos because you didn't keep up the walking in the first place. So what can you do? My advice is as soon as you open your fucking eyes, you go outside and go for a walk. That's going to be 20 minutes minimum, 30 minutes max. And there's going to be so low stress, so low uh, demand that you can do it. If you're sick, you can do it. If you're hungover, you do any, you can do it whatever because you're not going to have fucking barely any risk of having a heart attack or, or overexerting yourself from a walk. So let's say you do 20 minutes, like so low. That's an extra 140 minutes of walking every week. Over the course of a 10 week period, 14 hours, what? What the fuck? 14,000 minutes of walking that you would have done in a 10 week period. Times that by five. What's that? We've got 28, whatever. Somewhere in the, fuck yeah, my maths are off today. Somewhere in the 7,000, 8,000 range minutes of walking every year. Just from walking 20 minutes, half an hour every day in the morning. That's it. You know how much weight that's going to keep off? How many calories that he's going to burn? And you don't do it for calories. Obviously, you do it to commit to yourself and to commit to better habits. But that's a really, really good way of encouraging better habits in your day. Now, what's a really shit habit? Waking up. And for those first 20 minutes, you scroll on Instagram or even 30 minutes. You scroll on Instagram. You had a look at some boobies. If you're a gal, you had a look at some pecs. Or you had a look at some people doing weird shit. In my Instagram, there's a combination of everything. Half naked men because I like bodybuilding. Half naked ladies because I like ladies. And, you know, food mostly. And fighting because I like UFC. If I stayed and scrolled watching all that shit, 
I would lose a lot of time. I'm very lucky that I set my alarm to 4.30 in the morning and as soon as 4.30 hits, it's a very ungodly hour. So you have to be out of the house. There's no time to be scrolling. It's kind of like you get one snooze maybe, maybe two, and then you're out the door. Clothes on, pat the cat, feed the cat, we're gone. So I'm very lucky in that I've got no 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 ability to have shitty habits, but I just don't have those habits in the morning anyway. I'm pretty much up and out of bed. I need to do one shit every day. But that's a great way of encouraging a better habit. Okay, so bad habit. Instagram, you don't remember the time. It's not going to benefit you in any way. Good habit. 20-minute walk. Nothing too crazy. Put on some music. Have a scroll on Instagram when you're fucking walking. Two birds, one stone. Yeah? What a fucking time of your life. So that's another way that you can encourage some better habits and stuff in your life. It doesn't have to be this overhaul. It doesn't have to be this fucking like monumental effort. Daily accountability, daily habits, daily movement towards the goal that you want in baby steps. Right? I've set a goal. What was it? I wanted to lose 20 kilos, three years. My coach. Most people would laugh if I said I lost half a kilo a month for you know 36 months. Because essentially that's my goal. That's 18 kilos, right? Most people are like, what? Half a kilo a month is 125 grams of fat a week. Do you think I'm more likely to get there though? If in three years I've gone, you know, in three years that's where I want to be. And I'm taking steps now to get there. How likely do you feel like I am to get there versus somebody who says I want to get there in six months? I'm with 20 kilos in six months. Versus I want to lose 20 kilos in a year. You know, I think it's it's almost a 99.9% chance. If I get started now on a goal I want to hit in three years, that's pretty reasonable. Like 20 kilos is a sizable amount of weight, but three years is a good enough time to get it done. Guess what's happened? I've lost like eight or nine kilos in that 10-month period that I've been working at it. It's not even close. I've got 26 more months to go. So like in that same measure, like there's so much time. And if you set a long-term goal instead of this shitty, um, well, I'll, I'll achieve everything I want to achieve in a month or achieve everything. And then I can quit. You know, it's that headspace of wanting to quit instead of like, okay, these are the things, these are the habits that are going to benefit me. Keep up these small dial turners, exercise, calorie tracking. Great. They, they work for me. Keep them up and I'll keep getting results and I'll be where I want to be. If you don't, if you keep fucking dicking around and not listening to what you've learned from, not listening to the key indicators, these are like KPIs, right? But the key performance indicators, steps walked, calories counted, sleep, sleep had, all those are your, like your physical KPIs. And if you miss one of those, well, I guarantee you miss your sleep. Guess what happens to your weight or your calories for the week? miss your calories for the week or don't even track, guess what happens to your weight? And so these are all habits and measures we can keep track of through our habits, tracking calories, habits, walking habit, all that sort of stuff. And then we measure those habits and then we can figure out where we went wrong. 100% of the time, people that are overweight think they're eating less than what they're eating. They just need to recalibrate their brain as to the expectations and what that actually looks like for them. It's not a hard fix, very, very easy. Um, and I just want you guys to be mindful that it is a small micro effort every week. Now, if you're a fuckwit 
and you want to go, my goals, <laughs> well, I'm just cute today. Get a lot of clients that act like fuckwits like that sometimes. It does my head in. I love them all. But like when I get like the whole like, I just, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I care more about your goals right now than you do. And that's concerning for me. And I see that and I get really like, you know, cause I care a lot about my clients and I, and I see it and I'm just like, fuck man. Like I wish, I wish I could inject into people sometimes, you know, how, how important it is to, if you start faltering on the little habits, how the whole shit's going to come crumbling down because you have to respect the habits in building out the life that you want, the body that you want, the health that you want. If you don't respect those habits, then what looks like disrespect for a small habit, tracking calories, it's going to throw you so off. So that's going to compound and throw you off in the future. And that's what I don't like is when people like disrespect, they think you need to like over, like you got to do this fucking monumental effort. And so they pour all this effort into this one time. And then the other time that's more important than the monumental effort. They're like, Oh, it doesn't really matter. That's okay. I didn't track the calories. This week. And it's like, dude, that actually fucking matters more than you being a sick cunt for four weeks and thinking that like, you're the best thing. And like, you know, I mean, they're part of a challenge. Like, yeah, cool. Challenges are great. Stroke the ego. I'm down with it. But also have the self-awareness to understand that the, the habits are more important than 28-day challenge. I didn't do a 28-day challenge. I'm eight kilos down. What does that say? Well, it says habits are probably more important, at least for me. But it's universal. Anyway, I feel like I've touched on, spoke on habits quite a bit and their importance. Um, hope you guys found this somewhat enjoyable, entertaining. Cool. <laughs> I think that's all the brain capacity I had for this week because I think I deleted a few fucking segments of my brain over the weekend. So, sober Adriano, sober clients, sober listeners, let's get back on track um, for a fucking strong finish to the end of the year. Anyway, smash those habits, guys. Do not think that they are less important than they are. The little 10 percenters that accumulate are the most important versus a week worth of hard work, okay? You can undo a week in a week. You can't undo eight months of habits in a week. No fucking chance. I couldn't binge eat eight kilos in this week if I wanted to because my habits are so ingrained. I can barely get through a whole pizza, man. That's fucking hard. I used to smash two pizzas because I was that like dopamine driven. Anyway, another story for another time. Hope you guys are well. Hope this podcast was somewhat enjoyable. And I'll speak to you guys next week. Love you all. Ta-da.